Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern. Well, today we're going to continue our study into the doctrine of salvation, and today we're going to be looking at effectual calling as well as regeneration. The Westminster Shorter Catechism, question 31, answers what is effectual calling in this way. Effectual calling is the work of God's Spirit, whereby convicting us of our sin and misery, enlightening our minds in the knowledge of Christ, and renewing our wills, He doth persuade and enable us to embrace Jesus Christ freely offered to us in the gospel. The application of redemption begins with God's effectual call to the sinner who is dead in sin. Though the gospel is made available for all to hear in the gospel call, it is only those who are called effectually who will have their ears opened so that they may receive that message. In this call, it is God the Father alone who calls, and therefore He is the one who makes the first move towards our salvation. He is also the specific agent in the effectual call, being the author of predestination as well. It is the Father who calls effectually by His grace. This call summons the dead man from the grave, where this call ensures perseverance through God's purpose and grace. There is nothing reckless about the love of God that calls His people to Himself. It is orderly. He has had our calling on His mind from eternity past, working together with the Son and the Spirit to bring about redemption to His people. There are several places in Scripture where we see evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit in our calling. The work of God's Spirit can be found in 2 Timothy Chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saves us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his holy purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. We see the Holy Spirit convicting us of our sin in Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? He renews our wills in Ezekiel 11, verse 19. And I will give them one heart and a new spirit I will put within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. And in John chapter 6, verse 44, we see the Holy Spirit drawing us. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. The calling from the Father unites us with the Son as a sovereign act of God and God alone. For those called, He sees salvation through to final glorification. This calling is the eternal purpose of God. In our response to the call of God, our hearts are regenerated. In other words, we are born again. What is regeneration? Regeneration is a radical change from spiritual death to spiritual life, brought about in us by the Holy Spirit. 
a change in which we are completely passive, involving an inner renewal of our nature and is a fruit of God's sovereign grace and takes place in union with Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 points this out. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, we were made alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. The late Dr. R.C. Sproul has said that the biblical doctrine of salvation can be summed up effectively in three words. Regeneration precedes faith. Without regeneration, we cannot trust Christ and be united to Him. And if we are not united to Christ, we cannot be justified, sanctified, and glorified. We cannot deserve regeneration, which is why we must finally attribute our salvation to God alone. Let us be grateful that the Lord has not left us to ourselves, but has transformed us to believe in Him. Today we will be singing Come, O Come, Thou Quickening Spirit, a hymn written by Heinrich Held in 1664 and translated by Charles Schaeffer in 1866. This is a retune written by Jeff Kuntz from the Red Mountain Church out of Birmingham, Alabama, where Jeff is a chief musician. He is also part of the Hymn Collective, the music ministry of Red Mountain Church, where they strive to stir up our minds, hearts, and wills to commune with God and Father through a heritage of the beautiful poetry found in hymns, demonstrating a robust theology set to their own music. I'm going to place a link to their ministry in the show notes, as well as a YouTube link to this recording. I strongly encourage you to go and check these folks out. Now let's meditate on these words as the hymn collective leads us in song.
you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, enjoy your lunch break.